He's not wanting me to sing to him right now, but I was doing it anyway. Oh, God, we're here, and it's paradise. We're, we're back! Oh! Wow. I, yeah, we're here. The pod. We're doing it. Missed the pod. Miss, I guess I missed Bachelorettes, but honestly, we both have similar feelings about the end of the season. It was a mess. Katie was chaos. Greg yeah. was chaos. I think everybody was chaos at the end. Honestly, the only person who wasn't chaotic was Justin and Blake, I guess. Blake was a little just Blake is just all over the place. It's Blake. But yeah. anyway, I'm just glad that it's over. I'm glad that Katie, I guess, is happy. She and Blake are doing a lot of shit on social media. So Katie is quite a Capricorn, right? And family, <laughs> by the way. By the way, I want to say this because we didn't get to talk about like hometowns and all that shit. But Aunt Lindsay, just so y'all know. That woman, she showed me single-handedly why Katie has a bunch of Capricorn placements, like Sun, uh, Sun, Saturn, obviously Uranus, Neptune, Venus, all in the fourth house. So the fourth house is home and family, y'all. So I always was one. We obviously, when I see people who have a bunch of fourth house placements, you don't really know them until you like know them and like yeah. meet their family, meet their people, meet and see where they came from because that's what the fourth house is all about. And so, Katie, when I saw both her and her mother, and even her mother was really tough, but like was you know still sweet at the end. It was like I just want you to be happy, but like. It made all the sense as to why Saturn rules that fourth house for Katie, okay, y'all? Because that family was Saturn. Like, might as well been have been the archetype of, type of Saturn. Like, well, are you sure you want to do this? We don't care about you. We don't need you. And, like, hey, I love telling a man, man we don't need them. But that was, like, so much to watch. I just felt bad for him because he actually is pretty well-intentioned, I think. But he flunked out of the bitch. I I know I know that we did not recap the end of the season. I know this is an astrology. I know that all of this is important in the grand scheme of Bachelor Nation. But listeners, like for you guys, Shannon already knows this. I really don't like Katie. Come for me on the internet if you fucking want. I don't like Katie. I did not enjoy watching her on my TV. So I'm not mad that I didn't have to spend hours talking I, about and then another yeah. additional couple hours editing and re-listening to us talking about her yeah i figured I'm that we happy were that it's done and i'm happy it's done too because so again, that season was that season was just tumultuous like overall i thought and i think that it was entertaining in, in parts but i don't know and honestly i'm not even a huge fan of what her men are doing on paradise right now um some of them not really but no like i We'll get to Connor B. Um, but okay, hold on. Whatever. Before we get started on Paradise, obviously yes. we did not recap the first episode of Paradise, which was last week, the season premiere. But I'm down to kind of like mention things that happened. So you know? what I was thinking in an effort for time, because we have to do two episodes mm-hmm. today, I, I want you to say like top three things that you took away. Because I feel like it was a whole lot of nothing. So it was mostly introductions. Right? It was. It was. So like it was. top three things that you took away from the premiere of Paradise. Okay, uh, so 
Number one, Kenny needs to get the fuck off the beach. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, okay, cool. Yes, sure. Okay. He is conventionally attractive. He is uh, something else, I guess. I don't know. Um, but these 20-something, mid-20-year-old women, 24, 25, going after Kenny and him actively calling dibs on one of them? No. Man, get the fuck off. You're 40. You're 4-0. That's embarrassing. And you're on paradise right now. But also, like, Chris we collectively agree as a society to, like, stop calling dibs on people because, like, yes. it takes two uh, to tango. I don't give a fuck about your also, dibs. It's just also so disgusting because he was obviously saying dibs to men. To the men. Telling That's the men I mean. dibs on Mari. Like, if you like, call dibs on me and I don't want dibs to be had on me, then, yep. like, your dibs mean literally nothing. And Mari got fucking lucky, I guess, that she wanted the dibs too. But Jesus Christ. Like, when she – and also, look, I'm going to say it, y'all. I don't care. Age, sure. Age differences, blah, 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 sure, whatever. And they, they happen. They do well sometimes. Great. My my mother married my stepdad, and they were 13 years apart. But that was, you know, when you were in your fucking 50s and 60s. But a 25-year-old hooking up and dating a 40-year-old with potential for engagement at the end of this is – absolutely not like i just i will never think i will never be okay with it despite the fact that kenny has the maturity of a hamster i also like (laughs) can you imagine and i i know that neither of us are this person so i know that neither of us can like relate to this but can you honestly imagine being the person that watched kenny on television and you're like wow that's my dream man like can you no The, the, the star tattoos what? No, I'm okay with I'm the tattoos because, so like, if I was allowed to get all the tattoos that I wanted to get when I was 18, you know what I mean? Like, if I that's if fair, I did the things like, that I impulsively wanted to do, he, I'd have a lot of fucked up tattoos. But he doesn't have that many more. Like, he has – it is a particular patterned point that he made. For I, no, I understand. I understand. Stars. I just – I feel like <sighs> – so tacky. I thought, yeah. But I understand. Uh, yeah. 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 I get it too. I get it. Yeah. Everyone has crazy tattoos, but it's just to me, I'm like, if you're going to have crazy tattoos, you got to have some tattoos that mean something. But I'm just trying to sit there and be like, so Kenny, tell me what the stars on your body mean to you. I bet that those are like an early know. in life where he's like, these will look cool. And I'm sure he's I not. I just like, love America. I don't, I don't think it's that. <laughs> I uh, hope it's right. not that. But anyway, so I'm not down for Kenny. That's my main. And I don't like that a lot of the women are all over him. Yeah, I don't get it. It's just weird to me. I don't, I don't get, get it either. He is not that hot. I don't like, think I that there are many body. options. In my personal yeah. opinion, in my mm-hmm. personal taste level, if I was on True. the beach, there's not a single man True. where I'd be like, that's my guy. Like, I don't – you know my type. Like, I <laughs> – it's none of these yeah, that's men. fair. Well, <laughs> all right. So, other thing, another takeaway okay. is that I'm so happy Tajwan is back, um, and not gonna get the firm full edit of the sweat because y'all, everybody's fucking hot in paradise. It's just the fact that um, Tajwan is quite a Libra. Actually, wait, I had her birth year wrong. I have to do a little more beer back. Um, because when I ran her chart, I was like, of course, she's a fucking Virgo something. So she has, uh, so she's all freaking out about the heat. But I had her year wrong. 92. Okay, please tell me she's still a Virgo something. Damn it. <laughs> no, I'm wrong. Um, whatever. But anyway, sun on the ascendant. I just, wow, she can't handle the sun? It's literally on her first house. 
whatever. Um, anyway, that being said, happy she's back. And also, LOL at uh, Trey's uncle, I guess. Who's hot? Who's hot? And I also have seen um, rumors that he is quite a player. If I looked like him, I would be too. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, and on dating apps and shit. Yeah. No. Um, so, yeah. Third thing. That was funny. And then, uh, let me, I'm just going through my notes to see the things that popped out. Oh, well, okay. I'm going to say one very quick thing. And then, because another age difference thing that I'm not super fan of is Joe and Serena P. But I promised that I would mention this um, because I mentioned on the stories. Uh, but so when Serena P and Joe were talking and Joe was like, how old are you? And she's like, I'm 20 or no, she asked him, how old are you? And he goes, well, I'm 35. And she goes, wow, I'm 23. And she goes, we're 12 years apart. She said the magic number, y'all. Did you know that the magic astrology number is 12? Because there are 12 signs. There are 12 houses. There are 12 oppositions. There are 12 everything. Okay. So they, that made me realize that both of them are in what is called a 12th house perfection year. Perfection years in general are every year of our life starting on our birthday. We have a new like perfection year based on a house in our chart starting at age zero with the first house and literally just going around and around and around and around until we die. So age 23 for Serena and age uh, 35 for Joe are both 12th house years because they're 12 years, 12 years apart. And we all know that 23, we've all, a lot of us have been there or are approaching 23 if you're listening to us. And 23 is the weirdest fucking year. It's very like, who am I? what am I doing? I'm post-college, but I'm not an adult yet. And it's like this like weird year. I mean, Blink-182 said it and, you know, nobody likes you when you're 23 because you don't even know if you like yourself. You've got to figure it out because then by 24, it's our first house year and we get a kind of a renewed sense of self. So 23 is usually the shit year of that, of dredging out, figuring it out. <laughs> 35 is similar but it's not necessarily post-college. It's just that like mid-30s vibe of like, well, I'm now like approaching 40. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm getting, you're getting close to another Saturn transit. It's just like a lot of growing up, but 35. So Joe's energy when he first arrived in paradise gave me 12th house. The fact that he was just like being weirdly emo in a corner by himself before even anybody was like talking to him, mm -hmm. like... He was, like, having this meltdown about Kendall and, like, being there again and all of that. And I just think that that 12th house of, like, I am going inward and I'm not understanding how I'm feeling on in the inside. So how am I supposed to understand how I feel on the outside? So anyway, the fact that her and Joe are both in a 12th house here just makes me wonder, like, if this will last. Because it's very common for people to get married at 23 if you're young and and do that, you know, there's a lot of people that get married around mm -hmm. there. And it's always interesting to see when they divorce. So I'm intrigued to see about the uh, this too. But anyway, but as far as that, I also don't like that age difference. But um, whatever. Serena is mature, but as all most women are mature. But anyway, um, and then Abigail and Noah, I just don't like how Noah was like, I work with dis disabled kids, so I like Abigail. Just that yeah that rubbed me the wrong way absolutely so 
What about you? Uh, my three things are similar in principle, but different in detail. Right. Like your thing about Kenny, yes. I like being off the beach. I need Joe to be just fucking gone. Joe does not belong there. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Yeah. If Joe was not working on like a Bachelor Nation podcast, like if he wasn't immersed in this franchise in some kind of way, he would never have been invited back. Like he's not Agreed. I don't think that he's good television. I don't find his personality particularly charismatic. Like he is just not my cup of tea. I don't find him entertaining and I don't really want to watch him. I think he's really awkward and creepy. Like all of his, his behavior through the entire first episode, I was like, I would not like that. I don't, I don't even know he what his fucking it. problem is. I can't begin to get into all that. He's clearly not over Kendall. And a lot of, and a lot of women were like into him. I don't, which I don't understand. He literally looks like not- a, a member of the crew who like, just yeah. was on fucking camera. Even like from the way he was dressed he was, to the way he was behaving, like he looked like a member of the production crew stumbled into a shot, and they're like, "Fuck, you're there now." Just <laughs> go, go ahead, go ahead. No, and down to when he in this recent episode when he made fun of Thomas for having the super short shorts. I'm like, "Hey, oh, buddy, we'll there. that's fucking." Yeah, I'm gonna say right Joe now. has no style. That's Joe it. has. I mean, I want to say no style, but Joe does the headband. Hmm, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's my first thing. Yeah. Um, my second thing is I think that David Spade should be the host forever. He said something in this episode that I like didn't really enjoy, but I know that that was not him. And that was a, it was when Demi walked up, but it was like very clearly a scripted thing that he wasn't just like saying off the cuff, which I don't necessarily was excuse. It? And I think he should stay. I'm down for the revolving celebrity guests, but like I tr- actually truly enjoy what David Spade brings to the franchise. Yeah. Um, and then my third thing is I really, really, really wish we could go back to a time in this franchise where participating did not automatically make you a celebrity because some of like the egos on these people coming into paradise. But yeah, I agree. I think that everybody needs to chill. Um, also, I think this this is a this is a blanket statement because it does apply to the rest of the episodes, all three so far, but like Look, y'all, I get that we're all talking to each other outside of paradise before we get to paradise, but can y'all fucking get your shit together before you get here? I'm so tired of hearing about drama that is off screen that I'm not seeing. Show me the drama. circle back to this in the first week's episode because there's that whole business about Brendan and Piper. And like, I have a lot of feelings about like Abigail. Well, no, that was, that was, that was the first episode of this week. Because oh. we're not talking oh, about thought, the first oh. first episode. The first episode that we're talking no, about. No, I thought, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. Ep two. Um, but our technical first recap episode. So I just, the whole thing with like Brendan and Piper and like we'll go into more detail when we get there, but it's like, I don't know why Abigail is like, they're all playing a game of telephone. It was on social, like we all saw it. Like it wasn't a it secret. Was, well, I'm wondering like, I think, was it, when was that announced? Because I think it was, I think it was either while they were filming or like right. No, it before. was after, um, right after Matt's after- season. Did you think about the fact that it's been it's been some time? Like it really has yeah. been some time. Even before- oh wait, after Matt's season, you right? Brendan's from Tasha and Claire's. Fucking no, fall. exactly. Like so, they yeah. were spotted together oh, for yeah. a good chunk of time, like a good period of time. And it was a thing that people were talking yeah, about. So this really isn't so much like it is he said, she said, because only Connor or only Brendan and Piper really like know what is going on. But at the same time, right. like it's not like someone's like, oh, I saw them together. And it's not like nobody else saw them together. 
Like we all saw the Instagram yeah, story. We all saw the fucking, we saw it. We know. Um, but yep. on that note, do you want to just get into it? Yeah, let's freaking go, right. man. Um, yeah, this second episode just starts with 10 guys, Tammy giving us girls, all of the couples men have their roses yep. and three women as of now are heading home because Demi has not technically made yep. her arrival yet. Yes, we had her. We had her cliffhanger at the first yes. episode, but now with episode two is her official intro. But the couple starting out on this episode are Tammy and Aaron, Tajwan Ta- uh, and Trey, Marissa and Connor, Mari and Kenny, Joe and Sienna or Serena, wow, um, and Brendan and Natasha. So we have Demi coming in, and I'm all right. I had a lot of feelings about Demi's intro because I have a lot of feelings and thoughts about Demi in general as a queer person and a queer person, right? When she said to David Spade that she was coming onto paradise, uh, she's like, I'm bi, but I'm here to date some men. Like I want to date men. So this was after she, that was in response to my thing that David Spade said that I fucking hated where he literally asked her, are you here for the P or the Oh. Yep. And I was like, shut up, David Spade. Literally that. I, un- I I get where this, I get where some producer or whoever thought this was fucking funny, but literally shut up. Also, to me, part of this felt very like performative. Like Demi is queer and that's not, it. that's no doubt. But what the problem with this, what it felt like with me is that production is making a joke out of her bisexuality and also at the same time making her say oh i'm here for men that's what i mean of course of course you are there are no queer women out out queer women who knows on the beach but like there is no one else on the beach who is out queer so obviously demi isn't going to be in there going to fucking prey on these straight women it's just like bothers me that we had to have her say that because also like she's like i'm here for men it's just again it perpetuates the idea that bisexuality is very much like oh yeah like I like these women and I was engaged to one, but like, I'm here for men. Dick. Yeah, no, it's the way that they pose it where it's like, so how are you feeling? Like one or the other. Right. And it's like, I mean, whoever. Yeah. It's like, I'm here for anybody that is, I'm into. That I like. Also, I know I'm not going to be going into trying to convince these straight women to date me. Like, clearly I had a very special situation with Kristen from my seat. Like, God, it was just annoying. So that was annoying. Uh, but then Demi just continues to annoy me by being Demi and not by being queer. Like, she's literally just like, I'm ready to stir the pot. I want to break up some boys. I'm here. Ha ha. These men aren't ready. And I'm like, girl, what? Like, so this is you and I have a lot of clout, but like, I have complicated feelings about it because like we've spoken about Demi and like, it's nice that there was some kind of queer representation on the show. Love it. Right. And like, there's like a certain vein and like I said, like very complex, complicated feelings because it's like you want to support queerness on the show, but at the same time, Demi's, I listeners, I'm so sorry. There are this awful is my people. personal opinion, but like I think Demi's a piece of shit. I think Demi is a garbage person based on what I've seen of her on Twitter, on the show, whatever. And it's one of those things where it's like I want to root for the queer person, but why the fuck does it have to be Demi? And why I would I root for a queer person who wants to actively break up relationships, who exhibits a lot of toxic monogamy? That's and what I mean. Like, I have to take to, her being goes queer on to her, And then goes on to her Instagram and is like, I'd still fuck Brendan, basically. And it's like, 
And well, hopefully he's not with someone right now. Shit. He probably but also is. she probably wouldn't care. Exactly. Uh so that was just a lot. Demi's intro was a lot and it sucks because the other thing I, I find interesting about Demi is so everybody, I have Demi's full chart and you want to know why I have Demi's full chart not because I asked but because during Colton's season I was watching an Instagram live of hers I don't know why I never watch Instagram lives like literally ever um but I think I just had accidentally clicked on it like with a story and I just like got stuck and she somebody asked her what her birthday was and her or her zodiac and she said she's a Pisces sun Scorpio moon, Scorpio rising. So that being said, Pisces sun, mutable, this, this, this idea of shifting who you are and to be somebody else whenever you need it. Demi has not been the same personality on all three of the seasons we've now seen her on. Colton season, the last Bachelor in Paradise, and this season. There are all three different types of Demi. Sure, she was definitely a little more confident and like the, uh, on Bachelor in Paradise, but I remember on Colton season she was definitely like a little chaotic. But then she got really was like I, you know, my mom's in prison, like, and all this stuff that was like she was really real, more vulnerable with herself. And then on Paradise two, on her her first Paradise season, once Kristen showed up, it was pretty much like she was just wifed up and she was just vibing and she was making funny comments and like silly commentary about other the other people, but wasn't actively trying to quote unquote stir the pot which is her literal intro on the paradise song so anyway this one i'm just like girl please take a take a like she she is a shit stirrer she is dramatic she's a company man and she just like behaves the way that a company man would behave in the situation that she's in if that makes sense yeah but she's like the same company man all the time because like there's no it's in my notes later but i literally wrote like is this fucking real is she like legit or is she putting on a show for being on paradise? Because like, obviously we knew that her whole stint on paradise the first time was total bullshit because they had Christian coming in yep. halfway through when she obviously knew that. So it's like, she are, like, are you a fucking paid actor Demi? Like literally what is going on? Well, her chart ruler is a Leo Mars in the 10th house. So probably <laughs> yeah, in my opinion, she's very much cause like having, so first of all, uh, Demi is one of, you know, many Scorpio rising women on this show because the Leo 10th house is strong. That 10th house is where we are most visible, most public, most out in the world. And also Leo 10th house, the show itself, the bachelor has a Leo moon. It just, it all makes sense. Uh, but the fact that her, she has an actual Leo Mars in the 10th, like is a lot of intensity and a lot of like, I am the fucking star. Like that's, I'm, my mother is also ruled by a Leo Mars, so but it's not in tenth house. But I, she has similar energy of like, look at me, like, and Demi needs it, and that's what happened on her date with Brendan. So obviously she comes in, she takes all of the men and talks to all of them, like Connor, Kenny, Brendan, and then she obviously is most into Brendan, which I find funny because he's a Scorpio and she's got the Scorpio moon, Scorpio rising. So he, she's like. Oh, Scorpio, we can have deep conversations. This was talking about anything. So painful. It's like you're reading my note, Shannon. I literally love depth, Demi. Depth. Like, fucking please. This is about to be another theme that I'm going to bring up when we talk about Connor later. But Pisces and their delusions, they will live in them. They will live. They will find a comfortable home. And they will live 
in it That's forever. They're clearly demonstrated by how the <laughs> Demi and Brendan storyline plays out. She is, I don't mean crazy in a negative term. We all know I'm mentally no. ill. I'm not shy about saying so, but like she's acting fucking crazy. She's just so much. Um, well, and I will say this too. I don't particularly like oh Brendan in this scenario either. At the, at the beginning of the day, he's fine. But oh. later, he, I, I don't – I because despite how I don't like Demi's reaction to what Brendan said, I still don't like how Brendan's stuff unfolded later. But whatever. whatever. The whole thing's um, a mess. It's, it's it is a whole mess. mess. Well, because – because Brendan is also being a fucking messy water sign. He's being a Scorpio who can't fucking decide or anything. Actually, I need to find, pull up his, because I have in, I, I have the, the, the Tasha season, uh, Google Doc of us. I, yes. No, he's a Scorpio Venus, but he's a Libra moon. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, because I was going to, I had been thinking that Brendan was a Libra Venus and I was like, of course he can't fucking like decide and whatever, but no Libra moon tracks too. <laughs> Uh, Scorpio Sun, Libra Moon, fun fact, that's also Jared Havon, a.k.a. Jared Iconetti of Ashley Iconetti. <laughs> He's also Scorpio Sun, Libra Moon, which kind of tracks their behavior is very similar. He's like about to front, like Jared friend zoned Ashley on Bachelor in Paradise like twice. And she was still Pisces, obsessed with him in her delusion that they were going to get married. And then they did. <laughs> yeah, and I'll never really understand how that her her Taurus Venus, her Taurus Venus was like, I seize it. I'm going for it. I'm never leaving it. And the Scorpio just had to get used to it. But anyway, I Brendan seems like the kind of guy who would just get used to something. I mean, it kind of so, seems like he got used to his first woman before, like before Tasha, the woman he was like yes, married to. Yes, yes. Uh, and they like got divorced. He was like, Yeah, we just got married because we were high school sweethearts and thought we supposed to. And then we just did. And I'm like, Yeah, th- okay. But anyway date they like ride jet skis whatever and then i did notice this one thing when they were i could tell brendan was at least attracted to her um because when they were talking on their date afterward after the jet ski ship she and him are they're talking about whatever the fuck they're talking about and their eye contact they were like (laughs) like staring at each other's eyes and i'm just like this water i literally wrote i was like this water sign eye contact is so intense right now um and then they when they make out they make out like so slowly like like i like what you think in a movie i wrote the phrase shannon awkward and painful to watch at least four separate times and every single time it was in regards to demi and brendan this was so difficult and i don't know if like like i said like it is this fucking real or is this this an act but it's like yeah I find it very hard to believe. I think Demi's beautiful. I think she's a very con- conventionally attractive woman. I, I don't think that anyone could say otherwise. I think she's very, very beautiful. But, like, I find it very hard to believe that she's never been rejected before. And yet her behavior that, is literally yeah. saying – And the fact that she even says, like, well, it happened with Colton, but he was gay. And it's like, you are not everybody's cup that, of tea, homegirl. Like, also, girl, you're queer. Like – could you relax? I, yeah, like she just grosses me out on like a whole. But I don't. I really just and, would never vibe with her in real life. Um, well, and so the thing is too with with this whole thing is like again up up until the makeout and like up until that their date I thought was perfectly fine and they were doing well together and he seemed into her. But then after that was when I was like, oh Demi, oh Demi, oh Demi, well, no, I mean, girl, no. Experience like even if it's like um, 
someone that you had a crush on, right? So from far away, you're like, oh, like, I could see myself like going on a date, like getting along with them or like whatever, like hallway crushes, right? In like high school or college, right. like people you see and you're like, that might be nice. And you picture yourself. And then the second that you actually talk to them or the second you get to know them, you're like, oh, like that was clearly just a, mm, like, mm, no. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's like a very, I, I think that that's very clearly what happened with Brendan. I think Brendan was like entertaining the idea and then was just like, oh, like, no. Well, and he says it, he does this whole then, thing later that confirms what I'm thinking, yeah. but it's like, well, and when he also, that's also when he was annoying me because later, <laughs> but, but, uh, the other thing though, too, sep- like separately really yeah. quick is like, everybody is ready to get out of the Palapa and go on a date with anybody because they're stuck there unless they're on a date. So right. all of them kind of want to go, especially early on when, I mean, I'm thinking of Serena P and, uh, Th- Thomas, like. It's the same vibe of like we just kind of uh, sure he's hot, uh, and so Brennan was like Demi's hot, and I want to get out of here. But exactly, so, sure. And like so, so as I've stated before, I'm not a fan of Demi, and I'm I'm really gonna try and like not say that terribly often because I don't want to seem like I'm ragging uh-huh. on her because I just like don't particularly care for her. But like after she she has like a fucking meltdown, and then immediately jumps no, this is- straight to manipulation, and it's like kind of fucking crazy to me. And it's the same thing that she did on Twitter when people called her out for things, and she was like, "Sorry yeah. that I'm just the fucking worst." And it's like classic, classic move to get people yeah. to be like, "No, no, 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 you're not the worst. You're not the worst." And it's like, no, maybe you fucking well, are. Maybe you are. You're perfectly. <laughs> You're perfectly describing what happens to Pisces people when their fantasy is crushed and then they, but, but not because of their, like, okay, it's one thing for the fantasy, like you were describing earlier for like the, the person to meet somebody and be like, oh, actually that's not what I wanted. My fantasy is blown up. So yeah. I'm leaving. No, Demi's like my fantasy broke and I wasn't the one to choose that. Like someone else broke it for me. So I'm freaking the fuck out. And so it makes me think about all these things. Like her chart was just lighting the fuck up like the pisces victim because that's what pisces do whenever in manipulation like when they feel hurt their immediate thought is like well i'm just the victim here completely and i did nothing wrong and you're like girl no you're at paradise and he's probably is going to want to explore other things especially when he was basically talking to someone before you got there like you have to be ready if you're trying to break up a relationship you have to be ready for the fact that that other person might not want to be it is up with like you know what i mean like uh, uh, but her leo mars went full drama queen just like immediate zero to 60 reaction of like this woman says literally i put it in quotations i went out of my way she's saying that she went out of her way to take him on a date girl you held a date card and you picked the person you thought was the hottest let me know how far out of your way that really was like, tell me what would have yep. been convenient for you other than literally standing in front yeah. of a group of people and being and like, you, shut up. She also says, she also says probably the most like Leo Mars phrase, like in the way she says, my ego is very bruised right so, now. And that is literally like ego and bruise. It's like Leo Mars, like literally an ego injury. Like, it's just so funny how that is just. Boom. When I tell you, I have so many but, different quotes from Demi because, like, I, this is when I started saying, like, is this real or is this a fucking act? Like, does she is she actually feeling this way or is she playing it up for the camera? Because this seems bonkers yeah. to me, bonkers to me that she's like, well, he's thinking I'm some clingy bitch, and I'm like, because you're acting clingy, yeah, that you are and or she up on says, that accurately. You're behaving like a child, and she's 
she describes herself as the cream of the crop. Why wouldn't she, she want said me? She's the he, best person um, on this beach. And I'm like, girl, you were not there when all the men were talking about Serena P. <laughs> Literally, though, they were all. Nobody was sitting there saying, I okay. hope Demi comes to the beach. So take that. <laughs> yeah. And then this is when. So, but did you notice how eventually she kind of flips and is like, well, I didn't ask him to like be my boyfriend, like whatever. Oh, yeah. Like this it's is clear that she does not. This is it's like clear. She's she's trying to make it being like, well, it wasn't my fault. Like fuck you. Um, but and then and I will say he does he does admit that he tells her he told her in bad timing. I mean, he literally told her like we should see other people right after they made out. I'm sure there was probably some kind of cut, but either way, it's just like. I I get you, girl. That's like, awkward. You could have held and on hey, to that until there. after the date was over. Yeah, like you could. You didn't Literally, you can ITM ITM up a storm if you want, but like getting all in his face about it was very strange. Um, and then, but between this date is when we start getting Brendan rumors about Piper being spread yes. around the rest of the Palapa while they're gone. And so uh, it, it like eventually, obviously it eventually spreads to Natasha and Natasha is like, who also is talking to Brendan is like, well, I don't know what's going on. That doesn't make me feel good. And all that stuff. I also really love Natasha a lot. I um, like I her legit. more than I thought I would, because I don't necessarily like her presence on the podcast that she does. I don't like, and I didn't like her on, I didn't like her energy on Peter yeah. season that much. She seems uh, a lot more, like, down to earth now, and, like, a lot more, like, I'm less, vibing with her right now. Like, on. I don't want to say yeah. on, because I feel like that, you know what I mean. Yep. So, uh, anyway, I want to skip, I want to continue talking about the Demi, Demi Brandon shit, because we're going to go back to something about Jasenia, we're going to go back to Jasenia okay. and Ivan's date, but I just want to finish the Demi Brandon stuff, because they come back to the beach, and she like says she thinks she's like I felt cheated on that day. Blah, 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 blah. You're like okay, whatever, dummy. And then she tells the she tells the women about like what Brendan what was happening. Brendan then comes in later. Like Demi arrived to the beach first. He probably did an IPM um, or something. They Brendan, probably like held him back for an interview. Yeah, but like yeah, th- maybe this is what you're gonna say. So I'm sorry and for then, cutting you off. But like, what frustrates the fuck out of me about Demi at this exact moment is that she comes back and she's like talking about how she gets cheated <laughs> out of the date, right? And she's, like, saying in her ITM that, like, well, Brendan's a player. And all I'm thinking is, like, you asked him on a date. If he had said no in front of all those people, you would have been pissed regardless. So, really, like, there's no way for him to win unless he goes along with this fantasy that you're feeling. Like, you would have been unhappy in some regard. So, maybe just, like, fucking calm down. He played. So, this is another funny thing, I think, that about astrology and synastry wise Mm so she's a scorpio rising and he's a scorpio sun he is his identity like the way his sun sign like the way he just is always going to act especially in adulthood right is as a scorpio whereas her innate stuff is scorpio but then she leans to pisces so what's interesting is rising and sun tend to have like a com- competition with each other unintentionally because the rising sign sees the sun and is like, Ooh, I want to act like that. But it's not always like that. Like they don't like Brendan. And I, again, I am not down for a lot of what Brendan does either because I think he just reminds me too much of so many Scorpio messy men who don't know yeah. how to make up their mind and want to keep, want to keep people on the hook. He is keeping Natasha on that fucking hook, waiting for Piper to show up. And I am not down because, again, 
separate of Demi, Brenda annoys me. But um, anyway, the fact that she's like, uh, she's all thinking like, oh, he's a player. He's this. I'm like, girl, you're just fucking getting a taste of your own medicine. Like this Scorpio versus Scorpio, like it's happening. And he is... He is holding firm and being like, bye. And she's like, because ah! she's a Scorpio rising who's just more Martian. I wonder, I wonder what his rising sign is. He gives me like air or maybe water also, but whatever. Um, and then this is when I start getting annoyed with Brenda because he talks to Natasha. Um, and Brendan. Oh, he tells, wait, no, just kidding. He tells this to Demi first, but he's like, yeah, you know, Piper and I, we've hung out. We've enjoyed each other's company. When he said that, I'm like, dude, just shut up. We know you fucked. Like, please stop. Like, it was such a mess the way he was describing it. And and then Natasha is then talking to him and is like, you know, the fact that we have to talk about someone who's not here, that's not great. She asked him about what his thought process is. And he goes with Demi and he goes, did I have fun with her? Yeah. But did she set my soul on fire? Nah. <laughs> like, Scorpio men need to stop sometimes. Like, bro. It's like, is that your threshold for everyone? Is that they must set your soul on fire? Also, doesn't it seem like Natasha is setting your soul on fire as far as episode three comes down later? Whenever he's, she's literally like, I just don't feel like you're that into me. He's like, I like you more of you every day. And she's like, what? <laughs> I have, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm like super healthy or like I'm in, you know what I mean? No but one. like I relate, no I think his words were fucked up. I think like the way that he said things was garbage. However, I understand what he's saying. And like, for all he knows, like maybe he is, he does like Natasha, like they haven't like made out like that yet. So like, maybe she will set his soul on fire. Like who the fuck knows? But maybe he just like definitively knew also, that yeah. Debbie didn't. And it's one of those things where it's like, Demi, listen, girl, I know you think you're the cream of the crop. I know you think so. Not everybody is going to like you and that abrasive personality. And I'm, I'm down. I'm also, I also have an abrasive personality. So like, I get that on a very real level, Same. but like, sometimes people just don't like you and that is really okay. And you need to just be like, okay. And move also, on. I'm going to, I'm going to be real too. A Scorpio sun is not going to like a, an abrasive personality unless they're like full of Sagittarius placements. But even then like they would like an not. abrasive like, personality Scorp- in like the dry, sarcastic kind of abrasive, not the like, yes. look at me, look at me, look at me kind of abrasive. No, yeah. like Scorpio sons want to be more Brendan will like me with their partners, especially. <laughs> oh my God. You're falling into the know. trap. I don't, I don't want Brendan to like <laughs> No, I know. He is such a, but he is such a, he is, God, he's such a, he is such a. Like, he wants someone that's going to, like, bust his, I think that Brendan wants someone that's going to bust his balls, but, like, in the very, like, casual, like, doesn't look up from their phone and is just like, yeah, well, you know what, your hair looks like shit today. Like, he's not going to want someone to be like, well, I mean, like, you kind of look so stupid. Like, he's, I don't no, I literally that like oh my god, stop! You're being ridiculous. You're like oh, so god. dumb right now. You know exactly. Like, it's it's like, different. Ew. It's different. <laughs> yeah, Scorpio, Scorpio's not down for that. I mean, shit. Even I was a little too much for my Scorpio ex because I'm just very like 
I'm very loud and also very much like want to be out, want to be yeah, yeah. people around, want to bring shit, but want to be constantly moving. And Scorpios are a little more like, whoa, 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 can we just, yeah, you know, like, yeah. But all right, but so that that kind of wraps that. Oh, general shit the last thing the that I have to episode, say about Demi episode. and Brendan and Natasha is I found it hilarious in like the worst way that when Brendan was talking to Natasha Demi's sitting there like oh like they think that they're like cute like they think that they're funny like doing this in front of me I'm like girl he was talking to her before you even showed up literally who are you also that's the who game Demi all- like shut the fuck up oh my god I cannot stay here I cannot Demi god I her off my TV yeah it's a bummer so <sighs> I feel I just yeah I feel a lot of a lot all right <laughs> so now let's go to beautiful perfect icons ivan and jesenia who are literally that couple so can we wrap it up right now first of all can we just call them the winners and like so the success hot. story and just be done they are literally like oh my god so i love them ivan they go on this date. So Ivan and Jasenia were the couple that were kissing in the first episode in silhouette. You could kind of tell it was Ivan, but you could barely yeah. tell who he was kissing. And now it's like, I'm so glad to see their connection. Also, okay, so they get on this date. Jasenia looks so good. Like, she has a bunch of Scorpio placements, too. Uh, and she's a, she's like a, she's a Scorpio Mars, actually, but I think she's an Aries. Um, but anyway, she had her curly hair was looking so fucking luxurious and she was just so god she just looks she's so beautiful. fucking she's good there anyway she's just so, she did not get justice on that season like i don't the know lighting. what it was but like literally the lighting yeah i guess and everybody everybody on the beach you know you get all the sun everyone's I, glowing and it's like wait also less makeup more like hydration stuff because it's so gross and they're just like all can I just, shiny and delicious. my like little oh note God, blurb for jesenia and ivan is so short can i just read it to you it literally is yes, i please. love this date i love the setup i love the conversation i love them together ivan and jesenia forever please and that's all i have to say like they are literally that perfect like that's the depth that we want producers are you listening that's the depth yes. we want we want more conversations like this please i don't give a fuck about you guys saying that each other is hot five times not only not only that ivan immediately acknowledges that the bipoc women of the show get more hate unnecessarily than the men do he was literally talking about black lives matter george floyd his brother in prison and he says he got no racism basically and she didn't do shit other than go against mj can i tell you okay this might be a hot take it's like i am so love him i just love him so much his taurus moon his pisces sun he's so squishy and adorable and i'm just like this might be a hot take but like i think Ah. this goes this is like a bigger commentary on like society as a whole but it's very specifically bachelor nation because we even see it in the women on the show and it just it really is so fucking sad that it really does feel like women love to hate other women and i like can't after i just spent like 30 minutes talking shit about demi but it really does seem like women like love to shit on other women and women are like oh ivan's so great ivan's so great and it's like what the like what was wrong with jesenia what was wrong with jesenia that she literally called all of you assholes out of your fucking caves to like send her these disgusting messages like for i i'm not i don't think i'm talking to any of those people now i would like to think that none of our listeners would ever do something like that because you know whatever but it's just it really goes to show like 
the lack of support between women like on the show itself and then like within the franchise as a whole like fans and contestants it's really fucking disgusting everyone yeah Sexism support women you assholes not is not running strong forever Everybody and else. especially women who like jesenia jesenia didn't do shit wrong jesenia was like she had the balls like, to be outspoken and there were and there were a lot of, you know, there were other, there were lots of women on that show, BIPOC and white, anybody who were doing a lot of dumb shit. But Jasenia was very much just like, I'm being real with you. Like, I am upset the way you talk to me. I'm upset the way you talked about me and about whatever, get your name, basically get your name out of my mouth, but not in a like shitty way. And then they ended up on their two on one and Jasenia stomped all over her in a good way because she's a cat moon who knew her shit. And MJ was so unhinged. But anyway, wow, I'm, I'm so glad so, she's wow, not on paradise. Like MJ's not on the beach. Right? <laughs> I kind of forgot she was existed, and I was like, damn. I'm really happy that I forgot. Wow. Yeah. I was like, damn, I forgot about her. Um, but anyway, actually, it seems to be that most of the like women that were kind of caught up in drama that wasn't like Victoria drama on Matt's season aren't here yet because I feel like maybe they were smart and they were like, I don't know if I want to do that right away. Whereas Thomas well, is like, like even let's just go. Saying, well, I've got, you know, I've got feelings about Thomas. I think that Thomas behaved poorly on his yeah. show, but I think that Thomas got a worse rap than he really deserved. I think that people were unnecessarily cruel to him um, more than he deserved. I think that, I mean, I think that Thomas is shitty still for lots of other reasons, but I think that again, no one can say shit about coming on this show and not thinking about being The Bachelor and all that. And, of course, that's what came up again on Paradise where they mentioned that he's – whatever, but that's not <laughs> – that's the third episode. Uh, but so I love – okay, my my um, my notes on this is I loved when Jasenia was like – she's like, I had to think long and hard about coming back to Bachelor in Paradise. But she said then she goes, I feel safe here i feel safe with you i was like, <laughs> like crying um and then uh both he and oh he, ivan in an it is so cute he's like he's like you know you know when someone asks you a question you're like oh what do you think about jesenia and he's like jesenia oh my god like he's just like yeah. starstruck and love already and i'm like i love this and then they make when they made out in that pool I was like, okay, I got, can I not pause this TV right now so I can go over real quick? I'm like, ah. they were, he was like, okay, Taurus moves are so sensual, but he's literally like holding her face. Like, like not like, cause you know how people, okay. When you have someone hold your face while they're making out, it's one thing if it's like holding your face and your neck, like and tight. No, he had his hands just like gently on her cheeks and on her like side of her head. And he, they were like, like that was that was a fucking kiss okay and, no i'm like, saying right now if there's a winner of cool. this type of show ivan and jesenia <laughs> let's just wrap it up now they're done great all right and i also wouldn't be surprised if ivan stuck it with jesenia too and both of them stuck with each other i hope crossing my fingers um okay then we have <gasps> tammy and victoria drama let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is really fucking okay also this is one of my favorite moments actually victoria victoria like look y'all i i'm sorry to everybody listening 
but I actually don't hate any of the Victorias that have graced our show. I don't hate Victoria the Queen. She's annoying. They're all annoying in their own ways, but I kind of, something about them fascinates me. I think Queen Victoria is the worst of them all because she was like a full bully, might be a Trump supporter, like all sorts of shit. But other Victorias, Victoria, uh, the Victoria, the other blonde Victoria here, Victoria P, and then the non-on Victoria Bachelor in Paradise, Victoria F. I am sorry, but I'm not a fan of Victoria I don't know, I F. But I don't dislike Victoria her, P, but I'm not a fan of hers. Yeah, D- Victoria P though is like a master class in manipulation. Like, has been always been since like we thought like Demi is loud and messy with manipulating with her manipulation, but Victoria P. She held on until the limo, you know? Like, I was impressed, but also, so wow, girl. Victoria uh, anyway, P, and I don't want to say you can't trust her because I don't know her, right? But it's like you get Demi, and you have Demi screaming from the rooftops, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. And then you've got Victoria P, who's thinking you can't bullshit a bullshitter. And I'm going to tell you guys – the people that think that are the scarier people, truly. Like, you're you're correct in the sense where it's, like, the people that are sitting there and, like, thinking to themselves, like, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. Like, those are the ones to be fear – not fearful, but, like, fearful of because those are the people that are going to, like, trick you into joining an MLM and, like, steal all your fucking money. No, she – no, she is – she's – good okay like really and this good. is not a compliment um for listeners who might I be confused am, this is not a no, compliment by any no. means <laughs> i i am so i'm a scorpio mercury y'all so i tend it's my chart ruler so i tend to sometimes be fascinated by people who are like this i don't like these people i don't enjoy them yeah. i don't want them in my life but i see them on a show like this this is why exactly. i like reality tv yes i see these people and i'm like are you kidding me like she again she's a master class like no one should be doing anything that she's doing like we're gonna see a documentary on hbo max in like 10 years about victoria p and how she masterminded some kind of like crazy fucking white collar fraud it's gonna be insane yep yep so okay i just saw her birthday i'm gonna look up her chart real quick because i know she's a virgo but i need to know the rest um but anyway do you want to do you want to start off talking about that? Dr- so it's like Tammy and Tammy is like, right. I don't know, Victoria and it's, it's kind of insane. Here. And my favorite part of the whole thing is the fact that they actually used a playbook, like a, like a graphic as if they were, and it was weird that it was a soccer. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Maybe that's just weird to me. Cause I don't particularly like soccer. I know it's the most popular sport in the world, whatever. Maybe they, um, but they used enough. the soccer field and they actually did the whole, like the, it didn't make sense, but I love the integration of it like being a game, you know, because we talk about that all the time. But basically, Tammy knows that yep. Victoria's got a boyfriend back home and she knows, so she says, that Victoria's plan is to make it really far and make it far enough that she can then admit she has a boyfriend and bring her Nashville singing country singer boyfriend on TV with her, I think, which is like a very convoluted plan like this plan really doesn't make very much sense and if that is the plan then it's very poorly thought out well part of me thinks tammy is exaggerating a lot of the plan i think that she probably 
he probably did have a boyfriend, but girl, I'm sorry, you're not gay. You're not gonna get your girl. You're not gonna get your boyfriend from off right. Show. Like that's what I mean. Like, like it's, it's not a good not plan if that's like, the plan. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was looking at the rest of Victoria. Okay, so Victoria is a Virgo Sun, Libra Moon, Leo Mercury, Virgo Venus, Virgo Jupiter, Gemini Mars. Wow, a lot of air, a lot of really good plotting energy here. Um, and Virgo, just she knows every little detail. I'm surprised she has no cancer placements, honestly. Very surprised. Uh, maybe I have the year. I hope I have the year right. Uh, not off the top of my head, no. But Victoria P is such a, so chaotic. So Tammy's calling her out, and then it starts spreading around the palapa. And then we have... Uh, wait oh yeah i was this is where i was like i was really confused i was like country singer boyfriend what the fuck like i was like missing i guess i was like missing some i don't of the think details. they gave a lot of the details um, i think that was really like i don't have a i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna google no she yeah she really was yeah and like tammy i don't have a problem with her i have a problem with her actions and i'm like okay yeah i don't you semantics so this is when we start having all of the different rumors popping around and it gets back to James, who has been talking to Victoria P because Victoria P needed a rose. She kept forgetting his name in ITMs, which comes up. Um, but then she is talking to him and she, he's like, uh, so I hear you might like have a boyfriend or guest. And she denies it. Um, she gets on the defensive. Uh, he's like, she didn't mention, she's like, well, you just didn't mention him when you were talking about your past relationships because she says that he, they were like, well, we did date, but like we're over now. Like, and he's like, well, you didn't mention that. And she goes, well, you know, like sometimes like some things take time. And, you know, I didn't even I don't even know your last name. And he goes, but well, you didn't like, even remember exactly, my though. Name, <laughs> and that was my favorite moment. That was my favorite moment. One of my favorite moments of that episode is when he was like, well, that was also I'm gonna say this. That is the only thing I ever think. That is the only time I think James had a, a single <laughs> thought behind his eyes, because usually I'm looking at James and I'm like. James, is there a is there a brain in there? I'm sorry, but he's just like I know exactly I know what, what you're talking go about. Go look at the video of of the the, the when he was singing uh, mm-hmm. Insane, yeah, and he was just like, I know. I know, like he like just doesn't. There is no his he left that brain in the box. Okay, um, but anyway, so that was the one moment where I was like, good job, James. <laughs> Um, but I think but it's like then fair to make is, her, uh, he's like, he like made her make... point for her. He's, she's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't even remember your first name, and you thought I was going to tell you my like, life history. Like, calm the fuck down. Right. Um, and then James, he's like trying. He's like, I'm just trying to make sure I'm spending fair. my time wisely. And then he goes on his ITM. He says, but he goes, I don't want to be used for a rose. And but this then is where I'm just like. made plans with two other women to just kind of give them a rose and then picked demi like i literally i don't james have you watched bachelor in paradise because for maybe sometimes a couple of weeks some people just give roses to their friends okay and they keep people on like you I'm sorry you're not booed up like everybody else, but you don't have to be booed up with someone like if you're not into the them yet. There will be more me, though, people. Because, like, like, I, we sit there and I, 
Demi basically says as much, like, implies it's going to be a friend rose, but, like, we could totally try. Like, we could, like, see if this is a thing. And it's, like, if James, 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 wake up. Wake up. No, Demi is not going to do that. (laughs) Demi doesn't give a fuck about you, buddy. No, again, back to no thoughts. No thoughts. Who's literally calling it, like, the Kelsey rose. And it's, like, it's a friend rose. And it's, like, a very honest conversation given the fact that she clearly doesn't have to be honest if she doesn't want to. But it's like, yeah, God, guys, please get Demi off my fucking screen. Please. please. No, it's literally like it's it was long, clear long that the producers season. told him, no, you have to keep oh. Demi. You have to pick Demi because Kelsey wasn't giving us anything. But maybe she would have. And it would have been. I think she would have. No, I think she would have. I love Kelsey. I really love her. But I, just, she wasn't at that point before Demi wasn't giving us anything. I just feel like Demi like being Jamie. on my TV screen is very it. literally like an affront to my intelligence. Like I think that they are like insulting my intelligence by trying to make me think that Demi is like legitimately on this show for the reasons that they state people should be on this show. Yeah. Like, please do not fucking insult me that way. Yeah. I'm offended. I'm I, I find it offensive that they're trying to pass right. her off as like a legitimate contestant. Like, go away. I hate yeah. it so much. <laughs> no, I I feel bad. And eventually, she and Mari are going to be all over Kenny, which is gross. I'm like, just not what? excited for that yeah. energy mm. at all. But whatever. <laughs> back to back to victoria p so she then turns all this shit around and thinks that it's like well i can't believe my friends didn't come to me first and it's like "Mm, honey no uh and she goes to uh, to tammy and kelsey and she does something that actually again brilliant tactic not good brilliant though where she goes are we friends (laughs) that was the first thing she asks them and i'm just like uh and she's like tammy's like well yeah but i call my friends on their shit peak aries just like i call my friends out bitch which no tammy i i'll say i don't like tammy y'all but i don't think she's wrong here but uh, wrong as far as talking about the boyfriend but i also don't like tammy again it's just like every single one of these people i'm like why are you guys doing this i've also never liked tammy because then, because then she all they were all talking. I don't even know exactly what the argument was anymore because they all were just talking over each other. And that's when Victoria was like, I can't do this. I have to step out. I have to step out of this. And then she goes, I'm setting a boundary by leaving. And they were like, What? You can't leave us. Which honestly, like, I'm gonna say this. I actually do think Victoria could have should have just, yeah, like I think that leaving what she did was fine. Like there was, it was not going to go anywhere, and then she fucking self eliminated, so it was fine. But yeah, like that conversation like wasn't the going Taylor anywhere. Swift thing, like I Kelsey and very Tammy. much wish to be excused from this narrative, you know, like that type of thing. It's like listeners, just yes. you know, to tell you things that I, my therapy teachings, to share some of my own therapy teachings. But like, you, nobody, you don't have to do anything. You're not required to do anything. Like social cues or social ties might make you feel like you have to. You don't have to do anything that makes you uncomfortable. And, like, be as graceful about it as possible. Like, be as polite and as kind about it as possible. But, like, don't make yourself fucking suffer for the benefit of somebody else. Like, don't – you don't need to do that. If you want to do that, that's fine. But you don't need to do that. I think, too, that – and I think that conversation probably – 
I think Victoria P was like, oh, fuck it. If these women are going to be giving me problems this entire time, I'm out. Because I don't think she would have self-eliminated if it wasn't. Or maybe she self-eliminated because she was afraid James. Like she was. Yeah, I think she got like in over her head. I think it was just like an overwhelming Um, thing. And I think maybe if the rose ceremony wasn't that night and she had had an opportunity to like sleep on it, she probably would have stayed. But I think that she made like an incredibly rash decision. Like I feel very overwhelmed right now. I need to leave. Yeah. I'm out. But so she goes to James. She tells him that uh, she is done. She self eliminates. Um, she then this is. Oh, when yeah. She gets in that fucking car. <laughs> this is what this was it for me. This was it for me where I was like, I, I wanted to stand back and just like slow clap because she was holding firm against I don't have a boyfriend. I know da 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 da. And then she gets in the car and she says, I guess I just didn't need to come to paradise for what I already have back home. And then she gives the slyest little like smile with a little twinkle in the eye. And then they cut. And it was just, I'm sorry. It was art. It was art. I, I it's one of those things where it's like, it you want to give the props because like, like you said, like, well done. Like you, you managed to, yeah. Good game. However, good game. um, good game. You didn't make it past the second episode, girl. Not so, good. Not that good. <laughs> yeah, you got you, really not You that barely good. made it. You didn't do very well. Better than you dead. Fucking got exposed not that immediately, great. girl. Also, uh, ooh, true. But also, I will say this: Tammy, Tammy, and Aaron are made for each other. So, can I just say, real fast, I hate him. Tammy and Aaron and in this Serena. Situation. I just want to talk about this really, Seriously. really fast because this little trio made me watching this. Watching this was yeah. There's the a most, couple little things, uh, and I I don't mean this disrespectfully, but I also don't mean it affectionately. This was the most like high school bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Like the fact that Tammy is watching Aaron make out with Serena and then is like, "I'm not threatened by Serena," and then immediately walks over and like straddles Aaron, and I'm like. Who thinks the lady doth that protest yep. too much? <laughs> so, oh my God, so, Tammy so and Serena are uh, Tammy and Serena are both. It was hilarious Aries. to watch. And Aries are so fucking competitive, and I literally and Aaron just got to sit there. Yeah, when Tammy Aaron just got to sit there, there and like basically watch two beautiful women fight over him, and he just sat there. He didn't even do anything. Yep. Also, also, I can't believe that Serena C in her rap insinuated that she wanted to sit on Aaron's face. Because that is the one quote I have. It's such a beautiful place. I want to sit on your lap. Where the fuck did that microphone come from? The, uh, a boom somewhere uh, no it was an like ITM. A microphone. i know but i'm saying like an itm room somewhere some fucking Who dumb mic that or 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 for a concert that they're gonna have eventually when someone comes to sing oh probably yeah so say, like, those are not those are not like yeah, standard no, on-set a, microphones yeah, like, where the a, fuck did that come from that was like david spade traveled. was there and did like stand up for a night i don't know yeah. she brought it as a prop literally but anyway so serena c and aaron oh. do make out and I think yes, Aaron was just like, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, but that, yeah, Tammy fully fucking straddles him, fully marks her territory, fully claims it. 
But it's like, if I was Serena, I wouldn't view that as you marking your territory. I would view that as like, oh, so you're insecure. Like, uh, yes. so I got to you. Yes. Noted. 100%. Noted. And I definitely think that Tammy, I just think that Aaron is enjoying being straddled. <laughs> I just can't. So he I, it, but whatever. Who knows? I also just I think yes. he's handsome, but I don't know if Aaron's necessarily worth all this drama. Like, I really don't think so. Plus, Aaron is... Aaron just is a man that gives me so many walking red flags because of the way he interacts with other people, not necessarily the way he treats women. It's just that no, like, his behavior on TV season was so alarming. The fact that he like was actively trying to find problems with every single well, man, and he's gonna well, fight with Thomas too again. Like, of course, he it's is. just Why like he? relax, he? man. You're on the beach. Just let people vibe and whatever. So. Uh, yep. Okay, Agreed. can you tell me really quickly? Do you know what happened with Tejuan and Victoria, Queen Victoria? They were like yeah. Victoria and Taj were like talking about something, and and Tejuan, I guess Victoria said something about to Tejuan about I don't know, but I just have Victoria with her dumb white tears over it. Like it seems like a really oh, no, small thing. It was like so small, but it was before it was like early cocktail party because I have it written. Before Tammy and Tammy and James and Victoria P are all talking and stuff, but whatever. Oh, by the way, another thing that we I forgot to mention: Tammy mentioning this word "rose chasing." New terminology alert. Love it. Love Loved the terminology. Uh, Tammy, we're taking it. Thanks. Yeah, but anyway, then after James, of course, Demi immediately jumps on James, uh, and is like, "He's like, haha, I'm fun size. You're so big." And then she says, she ends their conversation with, "Are we gonna have sex?" What the fuck? Like, it was so jarring to me. I was very confused. I just was like, Demi is again. Demi is garbage, in my opinion. Yep. So we have the rose ceremony, and it goes in this order: Ivan, Justenia, Noah, Abigail, Joe, Joe, Serena P, Connor, Marissa, Trey, Tejuan, Carl, Deandra. I can't believe Carl got someone, but he had a rose, so he was going to give it to someone. Um. Brendan, Natasha, Aaron, Tammy, Kenny, Mari, and then this is when Kelsey pulls her like fainting thing, and she like stops and has water, or whatever. And then James picks Demi, and this is in my notes. It's I directly wrote, James is a fool. He thinks Demi will want to get to know him better, but lol, she does not care. Literally, it's a oh. fucking idiot. He's like, yo, I... we see where this goes. No, it's not going anywhere. Anyway, Kelsey, unfortunately, and Victoria, Queen Victoria, and then Serena C go home. And honestly, I feel like Victoria, Queen Victoria, will be back next Paradise. I believe it. Uh, I agree. And I also am not sad to see Serena leave. Me neither. I think Serena I, is entertaining on like Instagram, but I don't think that she's got like the personality for television. I As someone who also doesn't have the personality for television, <laughs> I like I see that maybe you also you don't have the personality. You're just very like monotone and like very you know what I mean? And that does not 
much as I hate to say it, like when you're up against energy. someone like Remy. Right, exactly, exactly. Get the energy, girl. But yes. anyway, then we have the best exit. David Spade and his friend, the fucking limo, when he leaves and he's like, I just liked, you know, I really was glad I got to hang out with all these other attractive people. And then my favorite. So he's so funny. My favorite was, I'm just looking forward to seeing all those folks on Cameo. <laughs> Oh, it was perfect. Thank you to the producers, casting, whoever the fuck brought up David Spade at the meeting table. Like, whoever threw his name into the ring, like, thank you. And for whoever secured it, thank you. Thank you. I needed this. And then direct rollover to the third episode with the it's gonna be May intro, which I actually thought was so good the way they did it. And especially because all of those millennials and elder Gen Z's who were just like, uh, nah, 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 uh, uh, they were all dancing. They all knew the words. Because how do you not know the words of that song? Uh, fun fact about me. Like them. So what? It's uh, insane. In Sync was my very first concert ever when I was in second grade, and Lance Bass was my crush up until he formally came out as gay. And I mean, like he was still my crush after that, but like I actually, for a very, very good couple of years, thought that I really had a chance in like my teenage girl delusion or preteen delusion. Yeah. I fucking love Lance Bass more than of all the people, and I've like met Joey Fatone a couple times. Like, yeah, I Lance Bass is. If he walked onto the Joey- set, if he walked on yeah. set of anywhere that I was, I'd be like, I'm done now. I'm passing out. I'm done Even now. with his blue hair? Especially with or the blue the hair. <laughs> I love Lance Bass an uh, outrageous amount. Outrageous. I used to have a fucking te- – oh, god damn it. I oh love Lance god. Bass. <sighs> wow. Well, he was very interesting on his intro. I thought he was cute. Uh, He's like, well, you want to know who your host is? It's going to be May. Um, And then, but yeah, that was really funny. Uh, But yeah, so then we have Thomas. It's immediately Thomas intro. Here he comes. And yeah, I, um, I, I mean, I've expressed how I feel about Thomas. I do think that Thomas got a bad rap because, like you said, yes. like he just happened On to his him. his yeah. defense of himself was so bad, so bad, and Horrible. it made him look so much fucking worse. Like I can understand where someone may be flustered. Like you're on TV and you're nervous about editing and whatever. So like maybe you say things that just nah. whatever. He defended himself so fucking poorly. He. Thomas, Thomas is definitely so okay. Thomas is nowhere near any level of some of the iconic bachelor villains. Absolutely. Um, not. Especially yeah. the men. And I think that the way that the production tried so hard to make him the villain was embarrassing. Like, and it's clear that they were trying to put Greg as the bachelor potential despite his How'd that exes, worked out for you guys awful. huh literally how'd that fuck? work out absolutely not and so it's funny because what everybody kind of thought thomas was is was greg but that's what <laughs> like I mean. firmly like, um and so made worse he, of a bad situation so he yeah. is nothing as he is not nearly as next level villain as some of these people think he is, as some of these people. Agreed. When I say these people, I mean 
the men on his season um agreed the men that he's around and whatever the producers are trying so hard because the way they were like making him like the like dun 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 like oh he's here on the beach like i'm like oh my god like thomas was annoying and a dick for sure and definitely like we watched him actively lie to the men so i understand why they're annoyed but it's just like did he lie y'all he's not that I, yeah he did he told he told them that uh he was falling in love with or he told katie that they that she, he was falling in love with her and he didn't say that like he was saying shit to the men about it was when he was trying to to he was trying to make uh it seem like his time that he took extra with katie or whatever wasn't that oh well it was actually really important i needed to tell her that i was falling in love with her and that's when they were like what and that's why later trey says Oh, I think that Thomas or Thomas said that he loved Katie on the second date. And it's like, no, that's not what he said. <laughs> like, it's just, again, the, the, the telephone of the tele... That is the true playing a game of telephone with the Thomas story, in my opinion. All of the men told a different little version of Thomas to all these women. And yeah, but also Thomas proved himself to be a dick and annoying on Serena's date. Like, he just showed himself like... He was like literally using that date and maybe, maybe again, we probably cut, they probably cut out a bunch of other dumb shit, but he used that date to talk shit on the other men and say Trey wasn't emotionally strong. That has to be an editing choice. I cannot, I, I it was a lot. understand what you're saying. And I, I think that I have such complicated feelings about it because, like, I just cannot believe that he walked off of KD's season and saw the backlash that he got from KD's season and then immediately walked into paradise and was like, let me repeat this. Like, I don't think – I don't think he's smart. I don't think that he's brilliant by any means because clearly the way he handled the situation indicates that, like, maybe he's lacking in, like, his problem-solving skills a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't think that he's that dumb. Like, that has to be editing. I think – yeah, I definitely think he's smarter than <laughs> – james or like some of these other people he's even just smarter than the way that they're making him look he is also a gemini son with a double aquarius so that's a lot of intellect there but it's like in my opinion he almost over intellectualizes a lot of stuff which is why he gets into these positions and it's like he doesn't understand peak aquarius stuff he just doesn't understand how to have like an emotionally present conversation with anybody so and it's interesting you say that because my thought was like in the same vein where i was like i think that thomas's problem is that he talks too much and gives them too much to pick from they can Gemini. make him say literally whatever the fuck they want because he's managed to say every word in the english language yeah. at some point or another yeah no, that's peak peak Gemini and yeah. the Aquar and the Aquarius part of him is also where everyone is feeling the like robotic fake energy because he's also practical. Like Aquarius is literally like, yeah, I, I had thought about being on the ba- being the bachelor. Did, did, didn't you like he and also yeah, what I think is funny his, his <laughs> phrasing his phrasing when he walks in to David Spade is he's like, um, yeah, I am, you know, I was hit hard by the collective which is just like the most Aquarius phrasing of like, yeah, the, the, the collective just didn't like me. I was just the odd one out. I was that weirdo. They didn't, they weren't into me, but I am not that guy. And uh, honestly, fair play for calling them collective the way that they all called him out and like fucking unionized like yeah. that. No, it was. I probably called them not collective wrong. too. It was the collective. It was the collective. Yeah. It was everybody, including Katie. Like, 
bye so whatever um but he comes in they make fun of him for being so tall and how he kept talking about being tall uh all the men are stressed that they're he's talking to all of the women and it's just like uh all the thomas rumors are spreading this is where oh james says see i knew it was i I couldn't i didn't think it could have been trey james jordan is the no thoughts man no james says that uh that thomas was the one who said to katie that he loved her which that actually did not happen like i remember very clearly but like maybe it did because we, have, we talk about editing all the time. Like, may, maybe it didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, but probably, I just, I because he was talking about the part where he said, I'm falling for, I'm falling, I told Katie I was falling in love with her. That well, no, I think it's like thing. really nuanced and like definitely not 100% true. But I don't know if I, we can claim that it's an outright lie because like, it's well, very clear that production way, had a plan for him. It all seems that everybody is just, like, talking all their shit about Thomas, oh, all their different absolutely. opinions. And then he uh, takes – obviously takes Serena P, and jo- Joe is so emo about it. Um, <laughs> Classic and Joe. Then is, but then we have a quick comic relief of fucking Carl doing his air punches. He's so dramatic. Um, I'm so scared, Shannon, that this season is going to make me, once again, like – not like but also like not hate carl like i'm like worried that i'm gonna end up like kind of sort of enjoying carl like carl just seems like because he just seems so like silly and inconsequential like he's just like that goofy guy in the corner who's doing his jujitsu shit on the beach shadow box yeah um it's like wow look at carl uh, being all crazy yeah so then we have riley show up and talks to all the women, la la la. Talks to Marissa and Tammy, Natasha, Demi, and then Tajwan. Tajwan is thirsty for Riley. She was ready. He came down. And she's like, "That's my man." Like she's like, "That's who I've been waiting for." He's so hot. Um, she's begging him to talk to her, but not like to him, but like in ITM. She's like, "I just want him to pick, like, pick me to talk to. I want to talk to him." I wish we could see and- these people in person. I think Riley is very handsome. Don't get me wrong. But like the way that they react, I'm like, he's got to be like a fucking stunner. Riley? No. To me, though, what I think it is. So those arms? Straight women love these bodies and this, yeah. this these arms. He and I actually think that he looks like yikes. Like he is too yoked. You know, he the the like he he got off of Tasha's season and was like, oh, I'm going to. Lit. I'm gonna have the and biggest arms on the personality. Beat. Yeah. <laughs> his Chiron, did you notice his Chiron on this episode at one point was works out <laughs> under his name? That's okay, that's another thing. The lower thirds on this fucking season are so good bad. for you guys. I editors. have one. Good I have you. one. Wait, I have another one. Fuck. There was another one that was so funny that I have it listed somewhere. But oh yeah, Riley's Chiron was works out. But then I had a, there was another one. What was funny about it? Whatever. Um, but anyway, so Serena P and Thomas are on their date, and this is when Thomas tells Serena that all the fighting was like at him and like with him. Like he's like, well, the men fought with me. Like I didn't fight with them. And he explains that Trey. This is really random, and I did not know this. He explains that Trey was like his brother. Uh, but then like when Aaron talks shit, it all went down the hill, um, and then. Serena P immediately comes back from the date and tells Joe that she chose it, that she wants to be with him and it doesn't 
have care for uh, Thomas and then tells Joe like, yeah, it was weird. He was just like talking shit on everybody else. And then this is where it like becomes the like Thomas ends up realizing that like he's like, well, Serena P said that she was overwhelmed and like that this was a lot to take in. So I think we should consider other relationships still. So Thomas was like, fuck, okay. Uh, and then realized he this is when I was like, he's kind of stressed. And then he goes on an apology tour and he goes to all the men from his season and is like, I'm sorry, I lied to you. I did this. I said this when I did this. I he he actually listed all his things. At first, when he goes, I'm sorry for everything I did to you. I didn't know he was gonna keep going, and I was like, of course, it's okay, it's blanket. But then he's like, no, I lied when I said this. I did this on the date. I took time from Katie. I was an ass to you. I took you for granted. Um, and then he's like, I want to find a way to move forward. James is just like, I just want to see you're clear. Aaron is like, yeah, I want space. Thomas is like, I'm just gonna try to be better. Trey appreciates it, gives him a handshake, and it's just like in his ITM, it's like, I just want to offer grace to people because I've fucked up and people forgive me. So I'm down to forgive too. And um, then eventually, Serena P, that all of the rumors, like all the stuff that Thomas said on her, on her, their date comes out. And then Trey basically just full, full 180 and is like, nah, dude, that's some snake shit. This is like, I was cool. I was good, but I, you said that shit on the date. I'm done. Now nah, we're cool. And he just is like, I'm just not going to deal with it. Walks away, which I think is the proper way to deal with this. Whereas Aaron eventually is going to fucking get all up in Thomas's face. Of course, because Aaron is, I'm really sensing an air, an Aries rising out of Aaron, or at least ruled by ruled by Mars because he really oh, absolutely wants yeah. to go. Sure, like ready. he wants to it every time, yeah. like Jesus Christ. But so that's all of that Thomas yeah. fallout. And then Riley takes Marissa on a date. And did you hate this date? I, okay. I, well, I like didn't. I don't remember Marissa. So I don't know what season she's from. She was like, she was, okay. So she is on, she was on Peter's season, but was like, but was a night one girl. I gotcha. Know. So night one or night two, it was like, or, or Tajwan was also night one. But Marissa, Marissa was on Peter season, but was literally, it was like two or three episodes, maybe gotcha. she was out. I, and also she did not look like she did not have the blonde braids. I so like Marissa a lot. I think she is so stunning, Super so chill. fucking beautiful and like just seems like all around great. And I don't want her to end up with Connor or Riley. I think she can do much better than both of them. Not to say, I, we know I don't like Connor. If you listen to any of the coverage of Katie's season, we all know that I am an avid, I, I do not I, oh, fucking I like Connor. And I can go into a million reasons. He whips out his guitar. Can we, wait, okay. Can we, no! I know we're talking about. Um, no, we're talking about the day. I know, I know. Where, but I know we're talking eventually... about like Marissa and Riley, but can I just like shit on Connor for a second? No, because he is involved in this. He's involved. Okay. Please shit on So I'm noticing overwhelming support. I noticed that during Katie's season, people fucking love Connor. People love Connor because like he seems so genuine. And like I even saw a fucking tweet last night that was like, but like it's so cute because like he, his profession is a math teacher and like he doesn't want to be famous. Like he's a math teacher. And I'm like, are you fucking paying oh, attention? Are you literally paying attention? Because it's very clear that he's a math teacher with aspirations of becoming a fucking musician. This man 
Everyone has a day job until it they don't. It is literally so insanely strategic. And it is obvious to me that it's strategic. And I don't know how people are overlooking like, oh, no, he just happens to have like a, an instrument and like songs written. And it's so endearing. And I'm like, because it's calculated. Because it's calculated. I'm no, not trying he- to. If you support Connor, I'm really, I'm not trying to like call you out of your name, but like seriously, literally open your eyes. Like I can't stand it. Absolutely wants to be famous. Also, so badly. The reason I, Connor, Connor is literally like, he is straight girl. I don't understand it. No, I don't, I don't either. And this is, again, I love, I love being queer for these moments because I'm just like, Y'all, you don't see that he is literally just doing all of this so that then eventually he can get drunk and yell at you. Um, but no, but seriously uh, though, like that, he, everyone like, knows that bitches is, love them. Sorry, I say bitches affectionately, but like everyone knows that bitches love the nice guy. This is a nice guy, yep. seemingly. This is a nice guy who plays the guitar, and it quote, quote. always happens to be ready to sing for the camera for national television. Are you to quote Love Island? Are you daft? <laughs> Are you seriously are not you getting the fact that this man wants to be? And then even while Katie's season was airing, how are they sitting there like, well, he just wants to be a math teacher and he just wants to teach the kids. He was promoting his band. Like, I'm not going to say the name of it because I'm not going to give him any credibility. But like that was group time. constantly, constantly. Every time he comes on with a song, he posts it on exactly. Instagram, a full video of it. And he acts as if. Oh, I guess I'll just post Since you guys are like asking guys. for the ha, full ha, version, like I'll post the full version. Yeah. Three people ask for the and full like, version, Connor. Shut up. Nah. I and hate anyway, it so much. I'm also sorry. if you listen if you listen to the song he wrote for Katie and the song he wrote for Paradise, they sound the exact fucking same. Like it's not Connor is the and guy who has the, the, four the songs, cadence. four painfully vague. Like maybe he took a creative writing class or two, but like a painfully. I want to see him play piano, and then he just. I think he's talented. I think he's talented, but it's. I want to see him play the piano because if he says he played, he played at a piano bar, so that man can play some fucking piano. You, know you have to he's not talented, on the piano to But play. I'm going to tell you right now. I think you're talented. I think I'm talented. I think oh. Olivia is talented. You think that anytime a camera was on me on Chopped, I was going to bust out into fucking song? No. Because that's not why I'm there. I'm not there for that. Right. You know what I mean? I'm here to come. And like, people are like, I'm here to find I love. Just, it kills me. People are like, there was like a hidden camera. Like he had the guitar and he didn't even know anyone was watching. He's on. Shut up. Shut up, guys. Please stop. <laughs> I don't yeah like and he's like he's just singing about his feelings about like the fact that he was singing a song for Marissa and they those producers put that shit over their dates when they were making out I honestly that is like the quite a fool at it right Nisa but that's the thing is like I don't even think I don't think that it's I think that maybe it's intended to be a full edit, but it, like this guy is like fucking Teflon, right? Because like people really just love him and think that he's so genuine. And all I could think of is like, I understand music's your outlet, Connor. Music is my outlet too. But you want to know what I'm not going to do when a million people are watching? And that's like, have a private moment. Because a million people are watching. It's not a fucking private moment. I just, this, yeah. this is in the same vein as like Demi being this dramatic and shit. Like, I feel like, I feel offended. 
I feel like this is an insult to my intelligence that you think that I'm actually buying this shit. And clearly it's working because a lot of people are buying it. But like, guys, he's here for his music career and he hopes that maybe he will also have a relationship after the fact. But he's there to promote his music. And he's he's also here to promote his kissing skills, apparently. That's the only thing that they give a shit about redeeming him for. Um, But Marissa and Riley, when they made out, you could literally tell how much better of a kisser he was, how much better of a makeout they had together. Connor B is, does not look like he's a good kisser. When you watch him, he looks so awkward. I, Bro, I'm sorry. Just accept it. It's okay. You might be good at other things. But anyway, uh, their date though, Riley, yes. back to Riley Marissa, their date. I didn't, okay. Truth or dare, and you have to, or not truth or dare, but like you have to eat a weird thing if you don't want to answer the question. But most of the things weren't weird. Um, and also, it was awkward. Why are you asking these questions about who we've had sex with? And how many times? And like, are we teenagers? Like, let them have a date. I. Why are we giving this? Like, why did Serena and Thomas get a fun, cool, beachy date where they just get a weird dinner where they have to eat shit and so, then talk about their sex lives? Like, it just, in front of Lance Bass? this. At Lance's Bass. We've said this on other episodes, and I know that if you're listening to this podcast and you've been listening for a while, then you're aware of the fact that Shannon and I work in food, right? Um, we work in the hospitality industry. And I know we've expressed this exact sentiment before, and I just want to, like, double down and express it again because, like, this grinds my fucking gears this is the most annoying part of this entire episode to me just because it is not a food that you are familiar with it is not gross please stop this shit that is like a delicacy to someone else that is something that someone else loves to call this shit gross is fucking offensive it is so absurdly ridiculous and i i really can't fucking stand it i really can't stand it it might not be to your taste level and that's fucking fine you don't have to like everything but just because it's a cuisine that's not familiar to you or a food that's not familiar to you don't sit there and don't fucking call it disgusting because it's not disgusting to everybody it's literally so insanely rude you're gonna have to do if you're gonna do something like this do like you did with the fucking taisha and katie season where they drink strange smoothies that's not a delicacy but don't you know another culture and say that it's fucking disgusting it is so rude and so offensive and then and then of course they eat the tongue and they're both like oh this is good yeah people fucking eat that shit all the time literally how many it's not Dude, weird. I, it, I, this is my biggest pet peeve just in life. Also, oh my God, I hate it. Also, there was like blue cheese. There was like blue cheese on that plate. There was like all sorts of food that isn't bad. It probably just all, when you opened it, all, the cloche, all of the smells at once were probably and just that's like the thing, like best case scenario, so like, right? Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, they sat there and said, what things do you not like? Like, what foods do you not like? Like, are you a picky eater? Like, what don't you like? And then they just collected a bunch of foods that these people know that they don't like, right? And that's best case scenario. And that's fucking fine. That's, like, something entirely different. But, like, chill the fuck out, guys. Uh, So that date, though, they did seem to be, though, the date. The date did seem to be uh, good. They enjoyed themselves. They had a great makeout. They looked good together. They all, Marissa yeah. and Riley. And, oh, wait. 
when Connor when Marissa would look good with everybody because she, she's just when she stepped hot. out in that leopard outfit I knew Connor B was doomed she would never dress like that for him ever that man no no, no. I'm sorry but no and and when Connor B was strumming on his little thing and he was in the ITM. He's like, I'm not worried. I'm pretty sure Marissa and I have a good connection. She'll come back and whatever. And then they they, oh, they split to Noah, who's like, yeah, Noah's uh, Connor B's, Connor's pretty confident. I think that Marissa's going to come back for him, but uh, everybody else on the beach knows Marissa is gone. <laughs> Which, yeah, we all know. We see it, buddy. She gone. She, she is... <laughs> Stuck in those Riley mega arms and will not be out. I'm sorry, Connor. You they have their own like gravitational pull. Yeah. They're so large. But she actually can't get no, out. Like, like she's he, he just has her in this lock and he's like, I'm sorry, they're 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 stuck like this. Um There's- I I am actually too large to no, he is to the point. He's to the point where he's gonna start walking around with his arms slightly off of his body because he can't flatten them all the way. Like he's that but, um, close. Johnny Bravo. Fucking Randy from A Christmas Story. <laughs> I can't put my arms down. No, literally. Riley and Marissa are hot as shit, and then they immediately go to the- They literally immediately leave that date and go to the fucking Boom Boom Room, and they seemingly most likely have sex, or at least hook up so, in some way. Okay, maybe my understanding of the Boom Boom Room is either- it's Maybe it's been a while, or the rules have changed. You, it's just open. You can just go. Yeah, I think so. And I, but I think it's. So I imagine where it's like Love Island and the Hideaway, where like the very first season of Love Island UK, the Hideaway was there, and they could use the Hideaway as they felt. And then in the more recent seasons, you have to be like invited, or like you have to be sent to the Hideaway. It's like an exclusive thing that is like yeah. not just available. No, I think the Boom Boom Room is uh, is open, but I think that I think that this is off camera stuff i think that they have like consent rules and so i don't think that people can just go to it i think they actually have they to, to like, discuss ask. with the producers and stuff but that's not like, shown on go. camera they don't want to show that stuff and i also think yeah, too yeah. that only you know only couple only couples that are like really coupling i think are going into it because but anyway, so they go and into that room immediately and Connor B is still playing his little sad song. And I'm just like, did they just like skirt them into the boom room around from Connor? They told Connor, to, oh, hey, Connor, we need you for an idea. Connor's end. sitting outside the boom boom room with his fucking guitar playing his song. And Riley and Marissa are just like, can he just fucking leave? Can they go? Can he go? Wait, what is his problem? Because that's the problem. Get him, please? He will never... Connor will probably never be aggressive like to Riley or to je- be jealous or whatever. I mean, could you imagine? LOL. Um, but but, passive aggressive? Totally. Yes. That's what I'm saying is he's totally. never, he's going to just be, well, he's going to be Pisces victim sad boy. Like, oh, Marissa just chose someone else over me. So I guess I got to go find somebody. And listeners, in case we haven't said it enough, that is also a form of manipulation. manipulation. Big time. Pew, pew. So anyway, uh, their date, their date is done. And what is, what's left? Uh, Trey and Tajwan talk about, oh, they talk about how Tajwan was into Riley. And he was like, I was like, I can tell you were like really into him or whatever. And she's like, yeah, but I want to get to know you better. You know, I don't think that we're going to work out, la, la, la. And then when Tajwan was holding the pl- after she was freaking out about the crab in that ITM, and then later she's holding the crab with the paper. She goes, what do you think? Should we give Trey another chance? Oh, okay. So then this is where I start noticing Brendan's little bit of a fuckboy shit. Brendan and Natasha talk. Yes. 
and Natasha is like talking to Joe about how she's confused about Brendan and Joe's like I don't know I think he's just like like that, that, that guy and then he tells her so she goes she goes to talk to Brendan and she's like I think he's not there's like I'm not sure if you're into me like or like where this is going um he doesn't get very physical he's very avoidant and this is where I start we were talking I was talking on clubhouse with Emily and Val and they were like it's like oh yeah it's very clear that Brendan has an avoidant attachment style because it's like if he likes someone he then just disappears which is also very Scorpio um but she says he's avoidant Natasha and then then when she tells talk to Brendan he's like I like you more and more every day. And she's like, I don't know. I just like, don't feel like something's clicking. Like she straight up's like, do you like, and it's fair. Like he's not even the body language in this conversation is so weird. He's like leaning on this, you know, he's on the bed thing, but he's not like have his arm. He doesn't have his hand on her leg, his arm behind her. He's just kind of like, like, like laying and, and holding his arms right there. And she's yeah. not like, they're just not, it doesn't seem like they have any chemistry that they just like each other, I guess. But Brendan is, I think, trying to convince himself maybe, but he's just doing this thing that I've had happen to me before with Scorpios where you're like, do, do you like me? Like, are you, mm -hmm. are you good? And they're like, yes, of course. And you're like, could you show it? <laughs> like what is going and, on? And Listeners, that's also why it's important to discuss love languages. Yes. Like, I know this is like a more common thing in recent years, but like, even if it's as much, you don't have to have the same love language. It's fantastic sometimes if you do, but you yeah. don't have to. But the importance of understanding how somebody gives and receives love is very important to how you give and receive love as well. You know, like yeah. it's it's all very, it needs to be like cohesive or at least understood. And like, for all we know, Brit. Brendan's just not a touchy-feely guy. Like, maybe he's, like, a acts of service guy or, like, a gift-giving guy, and he, like, can't really give gifts on Paradise. So, like, yeah. talk about that stuff. Yeah. Don't assume things. Yeah, the only acts of service you can really do on Paradise is, like, bringing Going you a drink. Getting them water. Yeah, <laughs> bringing you a drink, bringing you water, bringing you Are you food. hydrated? Uh, oh, do you need me to... Sunscreen? Are you all right? Yeah, right, exactly. Like, can I get you a blanket? <laughs> like... It's not a lot of options. Like times a day. Do you need a blanket? No, yeah, Brennan, you just asked me. That honestly is a really interesting point. Just like blanket for the entire show, like all three seasons. Like there isn't any way. The only things people really have are words of affirmation. And I guess in the regular seasons, you can kind of finagle gifts. Like, but it's very sort of. produce. It's producer approved gifts and stuff you either had to right, very, very, right. very far ahead think. Like, oh, I have to bring, like, I'm thinking about Ivan and Taco his chest. Taco Bell and candy, like Andrew S. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, and, or, or, or Ivan with his chess piece that he gave to Tasia. He's like, I brought this because I have, I love chess yes. and I was playing chess exactly. by myself in fucking, in quarantine. So it's like, might as well give you the queen, right? And so it's like all these things, like you had to really think hard. But, exactly. But, or, or you had to get the producer to get it for you. And I, or, oh my God, I think about Peter. Um pulling flowers out of the fucking background of his set to give to Victoria. I think it was Victoria P actually, or something. Someone was like, he was like, I heard, I can't believe you've never been given flowers. Boom. Like, or the, someone had an orchid somewhere. I think someone pulled an you orchid gotta out. You got to finesse it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all, yeah. it's all. So the only love language you can really do is quality time, which obviously is time. It's game of time. Words of affirmation, like anything else. 
Oh, and physical touch, of course. Uh, because and if your love language is quality time, then you're like kind of fucked anyway. You are fucked. <laughs> like, honestly, this this show was made for affirmation and touch people because touch people, if you can make out and kiss every time you see each other, you're feeling great. Words of affirmation people, as long as you sit there and be like, I like you so much, like, then that's it. That's all you need. But sorry to everybody else. It's and hard quality- to find balance. Yeah. yeah. And so it's bad. That's really interesting to think about that overall. But. Wow. Because I had that thought because I was like, he doesn't seem that into her. And then I was like, well, maybe he is. Like, I'm not really a cuddler. Like, I don't really want people touching me. Even people that I like touching me, I don't really want them touching me all the time. I want you to touch me when I want you to touch me. I just still feel like there's some part of him that he's like waiting for. I think he's waiting for Piper. Piper will be here. No, no, no. I think he's. So he's he's got Natasha on the hook because he needs he a needs a rose until Piper shows up. He never knows how long they'll take, so he's gonna have That's to keep, true. keep that rose until Piper does get there. Because imagine what she gets. I mean, wait, what was it that one year? Uh, was it? I'm sure, I can't remember who it was, but it was two people who were talking about wanting to see each other, but also leaving. Or one person was arriving and one person was leaving. Oh, um, 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 Connor and. Connor, oh, Mike's friend, and was it Whitney? Yeah, yes. Oh, so then they actually sent her after him. Yep, or something like that. Like she showed up the day that he left, or something. Well, no, she was at the wedding, I think, for Crystal. No, I know, but then when she oh. was actually, he decided that he liked her at the wedding. He's yeah. like, "Oh, I saw her, and we hit it off. Like, too yeah. bad she's not here. I'm just gonna go." And then they brought her in, literally, as he was, yep. and they had her like chase him down in the car and shit. Yeah, that makes sense. They basically drove past each other. Yeah. Um, yep. I think that's what though. they tried to make us think. I think they tried to actually like frame it as if they were literally driving past each other. Oh my god! Well, that was absurd. Um, but anyway, uh, the only last few notes I have is the the cliffhanger into the boom boom room. But it was Bradley, Riley, and Marissa were just talking to each other about Riley was like, I always, you know, I feel like I'm looking for a unicorn. I want a woman who wants a family and a good. Riley's dump the, the shit that I, I didn't like about Riley the thing I didn't like about Riley in in Tasha season was how much he was like I need a family so that I can fix the issues yes. my family gave to me and that is not yes, yes. why you should have a family and also he's just very like masculinity like I need a wife to have my baby so my wife can be my wife like he has that that vibe so yeah so of course it repeating to marissa no surprise but marissa is like really into it and in her little itm she was so cute she's like i just like can't believe like oh my god this happened to me and i kind of do love these moments with these people who didn't have major time on the actual bachelor or bachelorette and then they get a lot more like oh my god i'm getting this love like i'm getting this and it's like oh yeah girl you like the attention's on me now for the first time in this it's franchise what really cute and i love when yeah. everyone's like oh it's my first one-on-one it's my first time doing this and it's oh, great but yeah. anyway uh, that's but yeah they end the episode with connor being emo while they're fucking basically connor's gonna be emo forever it's gonna be emo yeah connor. and that's also hey buddy Remember whenever Katie called you, uh, you just look like you have like a set. Oh no, she called that to Greg. She told Greg she he had sad puppy face, but I always thought that of Connor B. Connor has sad puppy face. Yeah, he's the one who's 100%. like hundred percent. But wow. Well, anyway, damn, that's so much paradise. We've talked about so much, and now we can be more consistent with our two episodes each yes. week. 
any last thoughts before we peace out? <laughs> Guys, stop falling for Connor's bullshit. <laughs> and yeah, That's it. Con- That's all I've got. Connor, Kenny, Joe, all of them, y'all all need to stop falling for those men. It's, it's so crazy just, to me. It's sad. Joe needs just to love yourselves. Okay? Love, love yourselves. yourselves. Um, but oh well, I hope I sh- shipping Ivan and Jasenia forever. For literally forever, unless they each find someone better and they're both happy separate, that's yes. also fine. But like, I would love them to be happy together. Exactly. I just like think they're so good. <laughs> they're both of their little Earth moons together. God damn it! And they're okay. just so beautiful together. They're literally yeah. so sexy, so stunning. Like I don't even find Ivan attractive. Like when I look at just Ivan, I'm not someone that's like, oh yeah, like I think he's, he's cute. so hot. He's a cutie, yeah. right? But when I see him with Jasenia, I'm like, they are hot. Like, the two of them collectively in this union are hot as shit. So, anyway. All right. Wow. This was so fun. I missed the pod. Oh, so happy to be Uh, back. So good to be back. So, so good to be back. See you next week in Paradise Hell.